When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get the new McCrispy Bacon Deluxe at Macca's. But hurry, it's only available for a limited time. The Macca's Run. The Macca's Run. Live on your home of sport, SEM. Good evening, everybody. Welcome along. Monday night version of the Macca's Run. On a nice warm day in uh, Melbourne town. Nice uh, warm night. Uh, 37 the top for tomorrow. So hopefully you've got some good uh, air conditioning. If you haven't, uh, plan B. Uh, on uh, the uh, the menu because uh, I actually spoke to a couple of people today who said I just don't have air conditioning. And I thought, goodness me, I thought everyone just, I took it for granted. I thought everyone had air conditioning uh, these days. <laughs> Not the case. Not the case. Our uh, little snapshot of the day in sport on the Macca's run. You can always join us on the Harcourt's open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six for all things real estate. Speak to Harcourt's, your move your Harcourts, if you prefer to text, you can jump on the 40 Winks uh, temper text and I'll get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. Just punch in 0433981116. So you can contribute across the next uh, half hour. If you've been under a log, you've been away from the radio, we'll bring you up to speed. Uh, Brett Phillips in the chair. First serve up after 8 o'clock uh, tonight, as always. A staple on a Monday night here on SEM, right across the network, talking uh, the world of tennis, uh, plenty to uh, get through as we work our way to the uh, middle of uh, February. But uh, Monday on this radio station has been all about uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, wall-to-wall coverage, uh, great call. Uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, leading uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to a second straight Super Bowl win. If you missed our call, let's uh, take you through a match that went all the way right down to the wire. It's chips in in Vegas. Kickoff in Super Bowl 58. He takes the pass again from Purdy. Gets oh, oh. Balls come out. Balls come out. The Chiefs have recovered. Lovely long punt. And Richie James backed up to the five to take it. Runs out to the right. He's brought down at the 11. Mitch Wisnowski. Stellar starts in Super Bowl 58. To open the scoring in the Super Bowl. Moody gives it the lots. Great fly. Good strike. Right through. San Francisco score first. They lead it 3-0. First and goal. Hand off to Pacheco. Raced out to the left. Beat the first tackle. Ran oh, he stopped it. It's out. out. 49ers swarm. The 49ers have recovered the fumble. Takes the snap. Mahomes backs away in the pocket. He's been given plenty of time until... Oh, he slipped out of the first tackle. Got caught in the second. Sacked again. Eric Armstead's got to him. Mahomes is having a devil of a time. Throws it out to the left quickly. They're going to toss it around. Jennings to McCaffrey. Runs it up the middle. The running man is thrown in. Christian McCaffrey and a brilliantly designed play with the first touchdown of Super Bowl 58. Throws oh, intercepted. No. Mahomes throws an interception. Jair Brown rose to make the catch and it is.
is an unmitigated disaster. Harrison Butker, 57-yard attempts. This is how desperate it's got for the Chiefs. Butker whacks it low and hard, and he got it there. Wow. Mahomes starts in the shotgun, stands in the pocket, lets fly, touchdown. Valdez Scantling, simple as that. Purdy dries the hands, takes the snap, throws to the right. Jennings with the catch, still slips the tackle, touchdown. Jake Moody, what a moment in his young career. Moody strikes it, pure, and through the 49ers lead. It is a 29-yard field goal attempt for Harrison Butker. He won last year's Super Bowl to tie it up and force overtime. He'll do it. The kick good. Jake Moody from 27 yards. Puts it through. And the 49ers lead by three. The first score of overtime. Now over to you, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes takes the snap. Runs out right. Throws. Hartman takes the catch. And the winning touchdown is scored. The legend of Patrick Mahomes grows. An overtime win as the Chiefs' kingdom becomes a dynasty. And Patrick Mahomes heads off on his lap of honour. Helmet raised. The great one with the great deed. A third championship won in the final moments of overtime. Uh, there it was, uh, beautifully called by Jared Waitley. Uh, ben Graham, the great Larry Fitzgerald. We're doing it for a few years now in SEN. It is great to bring the Super Bowl in the middle of Feb to the uh, SEN Airways. Patrick Mahomes, how, how good. Uh, Super Bowl MVP for the third time. He led a 75-yard, 14-play drive to secure the victory that included an 8-yard run on the fourth down and a 19-yard run further uh, down uh, the drive. So great coverage uh, today, Kansas City. Gee, they're tough to win the Super Bowls. I go back-to-back. The first team uh, since the New England Patriots uh, back in 2005 to win uh, back-to-back uh, Super Bowls. If you've got any reflections on Super Bowl Monday, uh, happy for you to share them with us. Uh, Harcourt's open line, one 736 736 on the uh, temper text. It is the one American sport that I haven't seen uh, live, uh, like many of you out there, I'm sure you've been to the States, been to some NBA, been to some ice hockey, some baseball. A lot of you would have been uh, to the NFL. It's uh, the one that, until I actually can go there live and see it, I probably don't fully appreciate just the uh, the spectacle of the Super Bowl. Not everyone's into it, uh, but it is a huge event. Um, certainly on the global stage, there's uh, no doubt. Now, Gary off the Texas said, please, BP, enough. The bloody Super Bowl. What about Maxwell's innings? Well, let's hear from the man himself, uh, Gary. He can tell you about his innings against the West Indies in the uh, second T20. Uh, Glenn Maxwell, it's over to you. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, to be fair, I, I was real focused out there. I was pretty calm and just really clear the whole, felt like the whole way through the innings. I, Made a few mistakes probably early in the innings where I, I felt like I got balls that I could hit for boundaries and so I didn't quite place them. Probably tried to over overplay the ball a little bit too much and then once I sort of hit the gaps a couple of uh, hit hit a couple out of the middle, I was able to sort of I suppose manipulate the field as much as I possibly could and um, yeah, I, I just gave myself a really good platform, which is something that I've, the recipe I suppose I've been trying to uh, give myself as much as I possibly can at international level. Very nice, Glenn. Adelaide Oval, my favourite ground. Of course, Australia 
beating the Windies by 34 runs, uh, 2-0. It is quite bizarre. We've still got cricket going. It feels <laughs> a little weird. We're talking footy and we've still got uh, cricket going. 120 not out. Hey, Gary, a little bit more for you. Uh, David Wildy, great caller. Here's Glenn Maxwell's innings. And Maxwell on strike. His eye's in now. And he, his oh, eye is oh, falling oh. in. That's another big hit over mid-wicket. Bowling quickly. Oh. And it comes off the bat just as quick. That's gone second tier. Bowling left arm loopy, orthodox. That was a big grand. He does line him up. And he backhands it, if you like. Reverse sweep. This time he goes high. Does he go long? I think it's going to go over again. It's another six. Maxwell, 90. And he puts one over the top. He's 96. That's a big hit. He knows he's standing. And he slaps it wide of mid-off. That's a boundary. That's 100. He raises his fist, takes the helmet off, waves to the crowd, waves to his teammates. It doesn't get better than that. David, magnificent wieldy, not Wally. I'll just get that name right. Uh, do a number of crosses with him and Blighty uh, throughout the year. Uh, beautifully called at the Adelaide Oval. Can I say, my my father, Brian, is a regular at every Fitzroy Doncaster game in Premier Cricket. He's up there at Shrams Reserve. He goes to the away games, and he says, you will not meet a better bloke than Glenn Maxwell. So when he can come down and support Fitzroy Doncaster, when he hasn't got Victorian or Australian duties, he will come down, even when he's uh, not playing, let the thongs on, he'll be in the canteen serving the hot dogs if necessary. And just a, a ringing endorsement. Every time I talk to uh, my dad, he just pumps up Glenn Maxwell. So last night, uh, magnificent, 120 not out. one 736 736 on the Harcourts open line, 1116 on the uh, Temper text. The all-new Temper Pro, it's Temper's most adaptive mattress ever. It's here. It's a mattress like no other. You will sleep uh, like a baby. A bit of footy news uh, around today. The AFL has announced a uh, price freeze on general admission tickets for all matches at the G and Marvel Stadium across this season. Uh, this is the sixth year in a row the tickets have remained the same as the AFL continues its commitment to affordability by once again freezing general admission tickets at $27 for an adult, $18 concession, $5 for a child. Kids under four uh, continue to be free. I reckon you'd all be Pretty happy about that. You can weigh in, uh, 0433981116 off the text. Additionally, uh, following a successful trial and then uh, implementation in 2022 and also 2023, the family ticket consisting of two adults and two children for $54 will be available at all home and away season games at both the MCG and Marvel Stadium. So there are 90 home and away uh, matches spread across the two venues, 47 at the MCG, 43 at Marvel Stadium. In 2023, the AFL broke the all-time attendance record with a 8.13 million with 8.13 million fans attending matches across the entire season. So tickets for the MCG through Ticket Tech, uh, Marvel Stadium through Ticketmaster, go on sale on Tuesday, the 27th of February, for club and AFL members. Followed by sale to the general public on Wednesday, the 28th of February. And exact times are listed. At the uh, bottom of the release that I'm actually uh, um, uh, actually reading out to you, so the exact times, uh, MCG, yeah, 12 o'clock for club members on that Tuesday, 2pm for AFL members on the Wednesday, 12 midday for the general public, and that is the same times there for Marvel Stadium through Ticketmaster. Uh, Mark in Sydney has given us a buzz on the Harcourt's uh, open line. Welcome to you, Mark. 
Good evening. How are you going? Look, I heard about you talking Glenn Maxwell, so I thought I'd give a call. Sure. And I mean, his innings was actually greater than what you say because one, every time he's made a hundred, he's never been out. Two, he was just majestic when he was batting. There was only once that he was running for a second run that he was actually in trouble, I think, in the entire innings. Um, I heard a rumour that he's never played a test match for Australia. And if that's right, that's a travesty. Oh, gee, you're catching me right on the spot now. Uh, Jules is going to double-check this. I mean, he's always played, obviously, the bulk of his career in the shorter form. I think you. I think you're right. I think I don't think Glenn Maxwell. He hasn't played a test for Australia, has he? Jules is just checking for me. Um, I mean, you know, he has. Okay, one. How many? How many? Uh, let me know, Jules. How many uh, test matches he's played? So he's played what seven tests for Australia? Okay. There you go. I had to think about that, didn't I? I mean, it's, it's not. It's uh, we're just associating with T Twenty cricket, one day cricket. You know, I can't sit here off the top of my head and just recall the seven test matches that he's played and how he's actually gone uh, in those test matches. But uh, some would say maybe not enough. And some would say that, you know, this is the form of the game that he should really excel in, uh, being a player who can obviously play at such different tempos. Yes, we associate Glenn Maxwell playing fast-paced innings. Uh, debuted in 2013, his last one in uh, 2017, one century. So it's quite a while ago. Your memory bank sometimes doesn't always store, um, you know, certain things. When someone's only played seven matches, gee, in, in a four-year period, uh, it's not absolutely standing out how he actually went in those matches, Mark. But, yeah, look, he's certainly a cricketer who, you know, I think has got more and more upside. How old is Glenn now? Glenn would be, if he's uh, debuted 2013, 30. You're sticking fingers up at me. I can't even see. I've got glasses on. Can you type something on the screen for me, Jules? one 736 736 There you go. So I, I still think of Glenn Maxwell as being probably late 20s, 30. So age is, uh, age, age is absolutely uh, crept up. But thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Let's get a break in. More of the Maccas run to come. The Aussie Angus Deluxe. It is back at Maccas. Get that on your run home and I'll uh, join you after the break. Get the new McCrispy Bacon Deluxe at Maccas. But hurry, it's only available for a limited time. The Maccas run. The Maccas run. Live on your home of sport, SEM. Monday night, Brett Phillips in the chair. one 736 736 on the Harcourts open line. 0433981116 on the 40 Winks text. A serious about sleep. Thank you for all your correspondence. Glenn Maxwell, just trying to remember off the top of my head. And uh, as a few of you have pointed out, and correctly, I was just looking at the numbers myself uh, during the break, as time does pass pretty quickly. Never played a test match in Australia. And I was trying to recall off the top of my head, I could not picture Glenn Maxwell playing a test match uh, in Australia, but uh, yeah, seven tests spread across uh, Bangladesh, uh, India, uh, Pakistan. There's also, um, you know, I think they played Pakistan in the UAE on neutral uh, soil uh, between 2013 and 2017. He played those seven uh, test matches, 339 runs, highest score of 104, an average of 26.07. 
So Kenny at Beaconsfield and all the other texters, thank you for that. I mean, when we think of Eddie's career and what he's done, it it's such a shame he hasn't played more. 35 years of age, how many more test matches uh, would he play for Australia? He's not quite in the frame really, is he? But gee, doing some great work at uh, one day level and also uh, T20 level. Uh, just one off the uh, text uh, BP, a tennis question, if I may, with Novak uh, falling short and just probably looking a touch off it for the entire tournament. Do you think we might have reached the time where he's starting to drop off a touch, particularly with the growth of Alcaraz and uh, Sinner? Thank you, uh, Jasper. I think we're about to find out, Jasper, with Novak, because he's a year older this year. I think he'll bounce back pretty hard. He's going to be in Indian Wells, of course, for the start of March. Miami hasn't played those US tournaments for a little while. He'll be hungry and... Yeah, certainly he was a bit off, but the competition has risen because they're all so keen to take his scalp. He kept getting a year older. He could be one injury away from, you know, his career derailing. He's certainly been more durable. We know Rafa's been through all the injury turmoil. Uh, Roger, in the end, just couldn't get out and play because he had uh, the bad knees. I mean, Novak looks in pretty good nick uh, physically, but we're about to find out because these guys now are ready. And they're ready to strike and keep striking. Alcaraz has won two majors. Sinner's bobbed up and won one. So it's certainly not going to get easier for Novak. But I think we're about to find out this year just where he stands. If he goes off and peels off the next three majors, then you'll just simply stand there and say, this is absolutely extraordinary uh, for his age. Uh, another one here was Taylor Swift quarterback today. All day kept showing her on the TV. How boring, Brett, from Michael. She got a bit of airtime, didn't she? I walked past the G on uh, Friday, do a little walk around uh, East Melbourne, and the tents were already set up. Swift mania will be in Melbourne uh, this week, but I don't think I'll be uh, heading along to the uh, the MCG uh, for that. But did get a bit of airtime from Tokyo to Vegas to Melbourne, but uh, doing it in style, certainly not in row 59 uh, down near uh, the toilets. Uh, Warren Treadrow, I just wanted to play a little bit of audio of uh, Warren Treadrow. We know that he's been pretty outspoken in the last uh, 12 months around Ken Hinckley and uh, Port Adelaide's future. He's passionate. He's a premiership captain and, uh, of course, recently uh, joining the board and asked if his comments about Ken Hinckley from last year hang over him. Let's take a listen. I, I was open at the time, my thoughts. We're all grown men. We've moved on from there and, and I'm here to support it. Um, and support the club and, and give back to the club that gave me a lot. Are you fully backing him? So, so how do I...? Are you fully backing him? You yeah, he time? signed a two-year contract with the club last year. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you previously said his position's untenable. He's, but he's since signed a two-year contract to the club. So he's a contracted coach at the club. And the club has unanimous support in him. How do you reflect on those comments now? Obviously, it made a big, a big stir. How do you reflect on them? Sort of well, they're my honest comments at the time. But, huh? Have they changed your opinion? Well, I'm not going to be giving you any headlines today if that's what you're wanting. No, no, I, I, no. I'm, I have, I'll have my my strong thoughts um, around any discussion we need to have inside the football club, and and that's effectively, I think that's what our members have voted for. They want someone to ask the questions that need to be asked at the right time. Otherwise, I wouldn't be standing here. Warren Treadray, fascinating year coming up for Port Adelaide, a two-year contract extension for Ken Hinckley. He said over the weekend that he wouldn't mind Josh Carr being the successor. The club's got to make uh, that call, of course. The AFL reporting an underlying operating surplus today of $27.7 million in 2023 compared with an underlying operating surplus of $20.7 million 
in 2022. So that's an increase of $7 million. And in the first year of the newly negotiated five-year CBA, the 2023 total player payment limit was set at $15 million per club, representing a 10.96% uplift from 2022. So a bit of footy news dropping today. We're getting closer to the start of the season. Macus run done. First serve after the break. We'll talk the world of tennis on this Monday night.